I don't know if this is a good idea, Sage. There's a lot of talk here in the Mario land of Hugh about the... The... You know. Rachel's right. Lots of stories. Scary stories. I don't know if I have the courage to go in there. Well, what choice do we have, Lionel? You want courage. You want a heart. And Flynn and I, well, we want to go home. <laughs> but do you think our gifts are good enough for him to... Come forward. Oh dear, oh dear, oh my. Hello? Ah, so it's you again. Yes, sir. We have done what you asked. We brought you... Silence! The great and powerful Hugh knows why you have come. You do? Of course you do. Er, does. You want courage. You want a heart. And you want to go home. You forgot Flynn. Oh, right. And your little dog, too. I didn't see him over there. Well, of course you didn't. It's so dark in here. Who could? Let's let some light in here. No, wait! What are you doing? Get away from those curtains! It's just a... Hey, who are you? Uh, pay no attention to that man behind the curtains. The great and powerful Hugh has spoken. Not before we know who he is. I am the great and powerful... Uh, Hugh. You're the great and powerful... I don't believe it. Uh, no, it's true. I've just been putting on a show. But why? I just wanted someone to bring me a radio, and this seemed the best way to get it. You could have just asked. You think that would work? It would be worth a try. Well, you've got one now. Want to listen to it? I would be delighted. Hello, Mr. Jacobs? He's not in here, Rachel. Whoa, what is this? It's like a puppet stage or something. There aren't any puppets in here, though. Just a vase of flowers, a top hat, and a coloring book. What? Who do you think Professor Marvel is? Sounds like a superhero to me. I can't wait to see the show. I oh, looks like your stage has gotten some attention, Hugh. I think you're right, Lionel. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. What is this? It's the stage for Hugh's show, Professor Marvel's Wonderful Wonders. Your last name is Marvel? No, that's just my stage name. I'm doing an online show for the kids at the children's hospital, and Mr. Jacobs is letting me use his garage as a studio. So what do you do in your show? Observe. You're not going to pull a rabbit out of that hat, are you? Nope. With a wave of my hand, the hat is gone. Whoa. How did you do that? Do what, Sage? You brought it back. You like it? It's a trick hat that folds up in an instant. Poof! Where'd it go? Ah, there it is. And are all of these things back here tricks? Yup. The coloring book that colors itself? That's an old favorite. Then we have the vase of flowers that bloom on command. This is going to be a really good show. Thanks. I hope we have a lot of people tune in. This whole online fundraising thing is kind of new, but I think Lionel and I have it figured out. We've definitely done a lot of research. Now all we have to do is advertise. Do you want help putting it up on social? That would be great. No problem. What's the link? Hmm. Let me pull it up for you. And while you do that, I think I'm going to listen to the radio. You look kind of thoughtful, Rachel. Everything okay? Yeah. I was just thinking about all these tricks in Mr. Hugh's show. <laughs> Pretty fun, aren't they? It's amazing what people can come up with. Yeah, but if you didn't know how they worked, they'd seem a lot like miracles. That's true. 
I have a feeling I know where this is going. Yeah, I know Mr. Hughes isn't trying to make people think he's doing miracles, but what if somebody did try to fool people like that? Unfortunately, it has happened. There have been many people in history who have used tricks and sneaky moves to make others think they had magical powers. Really? People believed that? They really did. In fact, when we read certain stories in the Bible, we see some of these tricksters in the courts of the kings, telling them what to believe and what not to. I don't remember any stories that talk about that. I think you're talking about the Pharaoh in Exodus and the kings of Babylon in the book of Daniel, right? Those are the ones. In Exodus, we read that God had Moses perform wondrous signs to prove that God's power was great. But Pharaoh's magicians figured out how to copy these signs and were able to convince the Pharaoh that he didn't need to listen to God. But that's kind of my problem. If these magicians could play tricks and make people believe them, then how do we know that everything we read about in the Bible isn't a trick? But it's not, because the Bible's always true. But how do we know? I don't know who wrote the Bible or why they wrote the Bible. I just know a lot of people believe it's true, which really isn't proof that it is. Those are some very important questions, and there are a few ways to answer them. Believe it or not, Rachel, you aren't the first person to ask these questions. That's why there are many people who spend their lives studying the Bible, looking for proof that what the Bible says is actually true. And what do they find? It would take a while to list all of the amazing discoveries the Bible has led them to, but time and time again, they find that the Bible can be trusted. But all of these scholars and scientists don't have all the answers. Some proof has been lost forever to the passage of time. So what do we do then? Well, I'd say that's where faith comes in. You see, in Psalm 34, 8, God tells us, well, actually, I have a script about it. I'll be right back. Wait, is he going to try to explain why we should believe in the Bible with the Bible? I think I know what he's up to. While we wait for him, you want to listen to the radio? Sounds good to me. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the delectable drama, The Delicious Dinner, an adapted biblical psalm about faith. What a lovely restaurant this is. I say anytime we decide to go out for a meal, you get to choose. Obviously, you have good taste. Thanks. The ratings are mine, so that this was the place to be for dinner. I can see why. Ladies, thank you for your patience. I have your dinner ready. Great. We didn't know what to order, so we decided to just get something we had never heard of. I see. Well, prepare to be amazed for the tastes that will astound and to be completely satisfied. Voila! Oh, is it supposed to be that gray color? Tsk, tsk. No, ma'am. That's why you have been provided with a green sauce. If I may, just pour it over like so. And there, that looks about right. It smells okay. Yeah, it's just different. I don't know. Are you sure it's good? Absolutely. Like our menu says, if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. Just don't expect dessert. It says that? Uh, just the first part. But trust me, if it wasn't so satisfying to begin with, you'd be begging me to bring you seconds of this stuff. It's delicious. You gonna try it? I don't know. It's really... weird. Come now. I know of many people who would give anything for this meal. Here, let me help. 
Here comes the choo-choo train. Open up the tunnel. Um, I think I can feed myself. Of course. Merely trying to help. But how do we know it's really good? All we have is your word saying that it is. You could uh, uh, try it. I guess he's right. On three, one, two, three. Fantastic! I knew you would be happy with it. More green sauce? Yes, please. The moral is, when it comes to trusting God, you can listen to people, read books, and come to all sorts of conclusions. But in the end, to truly know how good God is, you just need to give Him a try. My life hasn't been the same since I've trusted Him, and I guarantee that your life will change as well. How's that for a camera angle, Hugh? That should be good, thanks. Mr. Jacobs, I still have some questions about the Bible. Really? Yeah, I understood the lesson in the drama about the restaurant. I mean, the best way to know if we can trust God is to see for ourselves. But that doesn't really prove that the Bible is true. You're right, Rachel. And I've thought of a couple of verses that might be able to help us. In 1 John 4, we read about how some people were getting tricked by people who were trying to teach them things that weren't true. God tells them plainly to put everything they are taught to the test. But how? How what, Sage? How do we put what we are taught to the test? Like, how do we test the Bible? I'd say there are a few ways we can test the Bible. Like you just said, we can try what it says and see how things go. That seems like the simplest way to go. If you're looking for something a little more studious, you could compare the different parts of the Bible. Studious? He means that even though the Bible was written over a course of a long time by many different people, the facts never change. Stories and teachings in the very first books of the Bible are mentioned in the latter ones without being changed in the slightest. All right, that kind of makes sense. But let's go back to the thing that started this whole conversation. Miracles. How do we know they really happened? <laughs> that is the trick, isn't it? And honestly, I think for a lot of them, we'll have to just have faith that God actually made them happen. But I think something to remember is that when the books of the Bible were written, the people writing them were writing about things that the people around them saw and knew. That's right. If they were just making these stories up, everyone around would know that they were fake and would have said so. It's not a foolproof way to know that it's true, but it's a good start. Yeah, thanks. You know, Mr. Jacobs, this stuff is really deep for kids. We're still trying to learn math and how to spell, and here you are trying to explain how God works and stuff. Don't you think sometimes you should take it easy on us? <laughs> I'll try to do better at picking simpler topics, but to be fair, I'm not the one asking the hard questions. He's got a point, Sage. All right, well, just something to keep in mind. I'll do that. Hey, Lionel, it's almost time to start the live stream show. You want to help me set things up? Be right there, Hugh. You girls sticking around? Nah, I've got to go talk with my mom about this whole truth thing some more. Sounds like a good idea. Mind if I come along? I don't mind. See you, Mr. Jacobs. Have a good day. Now then, what do you need done, Hugh? Uh, can you find me a place to plug in this light? I can't reach that outlet. Would unplugging the radio help? Oh, yeah, I can do that. Just need to reach back here and... 